Hello, I'm Derek Walker. I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. We're talking about release of the Spirit. In other words, that when we accept Christ, we are born again. We become temples of the living God. We have the Holy Spirit living inside us. The, the power of God is, is inside us. And the issue is now, how do we release that power? Uh, how do we get hold of that power and, and, and so that the life and the power of God flows through our temples, flows and changes uh, us and situations and being a blessing to others. And a major key to this is Ephesians chapter 1 and 2 that shows us how we can step into that release of that power. So I'm going to read the prayer of Paul here in uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. He says, I pray for you that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of the power of his might. Now, that last verse is the most powerful verse in the Bible because it uses the four Greek words for power. And, and so God is trying to say something here. Let me um, first of all make the point that although we are born again and we have the Holy Spirit living inside us, for us to, as it were, release that power, first of all, we must know about it. We, we, it's released by faith, in other words. And faith is based on knowledge. We have to know, we have to have a revelation of who we are in Christ and, and, and the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. Because only when we know can we draw upon that power, can we release that power through our faith. And that's why Paul prays for them and for us that we would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation, that we would know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Uh, according to the working of the power of his might. Let me just give you the Greek words here. It says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power? That's power there is dunamis. Power is dunamis. That's the gift of power that God gives us. And dunamis is potential energy. We compare it to the word dynamite, although that's destructive energy. But otherwise, it's a good example. A stick of dynamite does not look powerful but the power is potential in it. And when the fuse is lit, you'll see that power in action. And in the same way, dunamis power is potential energy power, but when the, the, it's the, we light the fuse with our faith, you might say, then that power is released as energeia, as power in action. And so here it says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working the energeia of the power of his might. And the power of his might um, is the kratos of his iskus. <laughs> now, think of iskus, his might, like a strong man. All right? this, is a, this is inherent strength. Kratos is ruling power. So you're talking about a strong man, a, someone who is strong, 
who is that strength is able to rule and bring everything under his control. That's the power of his might. So God is the almighty God with great strength. And that is a strength that is able to subdue all things. And here it says that this power of his might uh, is able to work. And so putting it together, it says that we need a revelation of the exceeding greatness of his power toward us. In other words, this power, this dunamis power, is available to us. God has given it as a gift to us that's available to us. So we have dunamis power through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us that power on the inside of us. It's available to us. But how can we understand what kind of power it is? He says it's according to. And he's going to give two examples of this power at work. So the power that's available to you every day, and in Ephesians 6.10 he says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be, be filled with strength through this mighty power. How can you do that? It's by knowing about it. By having faith in that power. And, and so he says, this power, this dunamis power that's given to you is available to you through the Holy Spirit. Um, and how, how can you, uh, it's towards you, it's available to you. So to get an idea of the kind of power this is and what it's able to do, he gives two examples. He says, it's according to the working of the power of his might which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So the first thing he's saying is to get an idea of the kind of power that's available to you, it's the same power that raised Christ from the dead. It's already been released. That dunamis was put to work, was converted to energeia, when, and the result of that is that Christ was raised from the dead. Uh, God displayed that power already at the resurrection. And it's interesting that that is tremendous power that was released in Christ's resurrection because the Bible says that God created the heavens with they're the work of his finger. But when it talks about the resurrection of Christ, it says that that's when the arm of the Lord was revealed. So we're talking about a greater level of power even than creation. Because when, Christ, when God raised Christ from the dead, he had to overcome the power of sin, of the kingdom of darkness, of the, all the principalities and powers. That power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead overcame all the forces of the enemy in, in accomplishing that, as we're going to see. So he's saying the, the power of his might was released when God raised Christ from the dead, and this, that same power is available to you now because the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. But we need to get a revelation of that mighty power. That's what he's saying. So again, a revelation of the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his power of his might, which he worked in Christ 
when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that's named, not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and he gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And I want you to notice that this power that was fully released in Christ accomplished three things. First of all, he was made alive. He, Christ was raised from the dead. And so this power made him alive. It changed him from death to life. So that's the first thing this power can do. It can change something that's dead to something that's alive. He made him alive. Then it says it raised him far above all principality and power. This, this is speaking of a, a power that is victorious over all opposition. It raised him far above all principalities and powers. So this power, if you are under oppression, if you are under attack, the mighty power of God that's available to you in your situation is the power that's already raised Christ far above all principalities and powers. So whatever's coming against you, that's the kind of power that's already overcome those things. That's the kind of power that's available to you. The third thing that this power did is it made Christ to sit at God's right hand. This is talking about the fact that this power gave Jesus dominion. It gave him authority over all things. And so this power does three things. It makes, the de it makes alive, it imparts victory, and it also imparts dominion and authority. And that power was fully released in Christ, not just raising him from the dead, but also causing him to rise above all principalities and powers. And that power made him to sit in that place of authority. So that's the first example of the release of that power. But he's, he prays that you have a revelation of the, the mighty power that was released according to the power that was released in Christ. But he doesn't stop there. He gives a second example of what that power can do by describing what it did in our new birth. And that's where in Ephesians chapter 2 carries on really with the very same thought. Because having said, having talked about the power that um, it talks about the fact that this, according to the power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, it then goes into Ephesians 2, almost the same sentence, saying, and you. In other words, I'm giving you a second example now. This power was also released in you. This power of his might was, this dunamis power was released in you when you were born again. Let's have a read of that. And you, it says, he made alive. Uh, literally, he released this dunamis power in you, in your spirit. At the moment you were born again, it says, you were made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. You know, those verses are some of the most 
negative verses in the Bible because they describe the mess we are in. Because it says, first of all, we were dead in trespasses and sins. So we were spiritually dead. What this first thing that this power did is it made us alive. Our spirit was dead, but the moment we received Christ, the, the power, the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit came into our spirit and zapped us, as it were, and chained, made us alive. We'll see that he says that, but he, he made us alive who were dead. So our first problem is that we were spiritually dead. He made us alive. Then it says that we were under the power of sin and Satan. It says, we walked according to the world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Um, and it's, it says, also under the power of the lusts of our flesh. Verse 3, among whom we also once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And are, were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. So, notice, we were dead but that power made us alive. The second problem we had is that we were under the power of the flesh, under the power of sin, under the power of the prince of darkness, under the power of the world. And that power, we're going to see, raised us far above all principality and power. It, that power gave us victory over that. In other words, that power was released in our spirit when we were born again. And it didn't just make our spirit alive, it imparted victory to our spirit. It caused our spirit to rise above all our enemies, you might say. Those three, the flesh, the world, and the devil. Or sin, the world, and the devil. It says we were under those things. But no, now that that power was released in our spirit, our spirit now was raised above those things. So it's not just that our spirit was, was changed from death to life, our spirit was elevated above those things that were controlling us beforehand. Praise God. So isn't that great news? The new, in the new birth, we're not just made alive by that power, but that power has given us victory. It's elevated us above those things. The third thing he describes there, not just spiritual death, not just the fact we were under the power of these things, but it, the worst thing of all was, of course, that we were, by nature, children of wrath. That means we were under the wrath of God. We were under the judgment of God. And now, it says, this power has reversed that. Rather than being under the judgment of the throne, this power actually makes us to sit in heavenly places on, in Christ, to actually sit with God. Uh, be seated with Christ up on his throne. Praise God. So that power also reverses the fact that we were under God's judgment and now it gives us dominion and it gives us authority. It, it enthrones us. What a mighty power this is. It says that we should have a revelation of, of the dunamis power of God that's, av that's towards us, that's available to us according to the power of his might, which he loosed when he raised Christ from the dead, elevated him above all principalities and powers, and made him to sit. And then he's saying that very same power that's available to us in the Holy Spirit 
you can see what it can do because it was released in your spirit when you were born again and it changed your spirit from death to life. It elevated your spirit and gave it victory over those things that oppressed it, such as sin, Satan and the world system. You see, your spirit has already overcome sin if you're born again because you were given that victory of Christ. Your flesh still can, might have trouble with sin, but your spirit is risen above. If you walk in the spirit, you will experience that automatic victory over sin because your spirit has overcome. Your spirit has been raised above principality and power, above sin and Satan. You don't have to try and get the victory. Your spirit has been given the victory because the mighty power of God has already been released in your spirit. It's given you that victory. We're going to see that in the next few verses. And then that power also moved you from being under the judgment of the throne of God to actually be seated with God in that place of authority. So that power also gives you dominion over principalities and powers. It gives you dominion. Uh, praise God. Now, let's see that in verse 4. He's described the problem we were under. Why did he describe that problem? So he can show us what the mighty power of God can do and what it has done already in our spirit. He says, verse 4, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace we are saved. Notice that's the first thing, isn't it? This is the power that, that raised Christ from the dead. It, it reversed death and gave him life. So in the same way, our spirit that was dead, that was our first problem, he made us alive together with Christ. Praise God. In other words, that same power that was released in Christ that made him alive from the dead was, rele was released in our spirit when we we're born again and made us alive together with Christ. Through our union with Christ, the same power that raised Christ raised our spirit from death to life. That means your spirit is resurrected with Christ. That means it's made of the resurrection life of Christ that's overcome death. Praise God. So that's number one. The spirit, that power made us alive together with Christ. By grace we're saved. In other words, that happened at the new birth. We were saved by grace. Your spirit was saved from death. Your spirit now has eternal life. Praise God. What's the second thing? Verse 6. And has raised us up together with Christ. Notice that's the second thing that power did with Christ, in Christ. That power raised Christ far above all principalities and powers and every name that's named. So that power elevated Christ above his enemies. And here it says, that power in our spirits, when we were born again, has raised us up together with Christ. In other words, he was raised far above principalities and powers, so now our spirit was raised above principalities and powers. Praise God. So not just has your spirit been made alive, but it's been raised above everything that formerly oppressed you, whether it's sin, whether it's Satan whether it's the world. That power has been released in your spirit and now your spirit is above those things. Your spirit is victorious over those things. That's the, the mighty power of God 
demonstrated in action in your new birth. It's already given your spirit life and victory over all things. Praise God. And then the third thing, it says, and has made us sit together with Christ in heavenly places. Again, just as that mighty power released in Christ made him alive, raised him far above all principality and power, and made him to sit at the right hand of God. That's the third thing that power did. It gave him dominion and authority over all things. So that same power was released in us. The dunamis became energeia. It was released into action when we were born again. And that power seated us in a place of authority and dominion in Christ. Praise God. And all that happened the moment we were born again, the mighty power of God that raised Christ from the dead was released into our spirit and we were born again. And that power has now been completely released in our spirit. Our spirit has life, eternal life. Our spirit has victory over all principalities and powers. And our spirit has now dominion in the name of Jesus. We can exercise dominion because our spirit has, has not only been made alive, it's not only raised far above, but it's also been made to sit in that place of authority and dominion. That's all been accomplished in our spirit. Our spirit has been saved. By grace, you have been saved. That's a done deal. Praise God. Now the issue is we need to uh, release and express what God has done in our spirit in our life. How do we do that? We do it by, the first thing is, we have to know what God has done in our spirit. And we have to know what is the mighty power available to us, in us, which is the Holy Spirit lives in us. And we need to know about that power, and then by faith we can start living in that power and expressing that power. And so that's why Paul, this is all part of Paul's prayer really. He's prayed that we have a revelation of this mighty power. Okay, let's finish these verses off. It says, this, this power was released in Christ, made us alive together with Christ, raised us up together with Christ, made us sit together with Christ. Uh, and then it says, verse 8, for by grace you've been saved through faith, not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. God gave it to you. And it says we became his workmanship in Christ. And so, praise God. Going back to Ephesians chapter 1, we see what the prayer is really saying now. It's saying, we are to pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we might know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Available to us who believe. In other words, that same power that raised Christ from the dead, that same power that has already raised our spirit from the dead, is toward us now is available to us now in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit lives inside us. So if we need healing for our bodies, or if we need wisdom for our life, if we need power for our life, that power is there. Jesus said you'll receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You, you will receive dunamis, that's the word. You're, that power is in you through the Holy Spirit. It's potentially there. But the thing is, we need to release it into energeia. We need to release it into action. The first key is you've got to know what's available to you. You've got to know by faith the kind of power that's there. And don't underestimate it. 
It's the same power that raised Christ from the dead. So just a little bit of that cat power will kill that cancer that's trying to get into your body. Just a little of that power will destroy any sickness. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. That same power that was gave your spirit total victory is available to you in your everyday life, in your soul, in your body, in your circumstances. We've just got to be, as it says in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When it says be strong in the Lord, it means in duo. In other words, receive, the dunam, receive that, that dunamis power. Activate it. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His power is available to you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. By faith, you believe the word of God when it tells you that power is available to you. And then you draw upon that power by faith. You, you release that power by faith. You light the fuse on that power by believing and by speaking the word of God. And that power will be released. And only a little bit of that power released can change your circumstances, can change your attitude, can change uh, everything in your life. That sin you're struggling with. Draw upon God's power. It's already, it's available to you. That mighty power is available to you. If you'll just draw upon that power by faith, be strengthened by that power, you will act, you will that power will easily overcome the thing that is challenging you. Praise God. And so this is why God, why Paul prays for a revelation of this mighty power. I love what he says in Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power, that's the dunamis, that works within us, the works is in a geo, within us. So we have a power, a potential power in the Holy Spirit that is working within us. It says, to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think. So what is he saying here? It does depend on our asking. It does depend on our thinking. We've got to believe it and we've got to ask God, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to release that power in our life. He says, you can... He's able, whatever you ask or think, he is able to do abundantly beyond that. So don't be afraid to draw upon that power and release that power. It says, to him be the glory in the church. In other words, the glory is that power manifested. Praise God. We've got to have that revelation of the mighty power of God within us. Pray for that revelation and start tapping into that power and releasing that power because in the Holy Spirit, who lives in your spirit, there is tremendous power available. I'd like to bring two of my latest books to your attention. Signs in the Heavens covers all the signs in the heavens in the Bible, and it will open your eyes to many things. And my Panorama of Prophecy is my big book on prophecy. It gives all the principles for understanding end-time prophecy correctly. It also includes a commentary on the book of Revelation and many other things. It will, it will answer so many of your questions. You can watch more of our teachings on our Oxford Bible Church Roku channel and Derek Walker YouTube channel. You're most welcome to join us at our church services which are every Sunday at 11am and 6pm at Cheney School, Headington, Oxford, OX3 7QH.
You can order CDs, DVDs, books and other great products from our online shop at www.oxfordbiblechurch.co.uk or by calling 01865 515 086.